Ohio State fans, welcome back to Outside the Shoe, where we talk about all of the sports that are happening outside of the horseshoe at Ohio State. And even though we don't actually have any sports happening outside or inside the horseshoe right now, I am excited to be here with you today. I'm your host, Meredith Hine, and you can follow me on Twitter at Meredith Hine and the site at Langrant33. We obviously don't have any updates for you in terms of active sports because, as I just mentioned, there are no active sports at Ohio State, the Big Ten, or really anywhere right now because of COVID. I was in the process of researching what was happening in collegiate athletics during World War II because that was the last time the world canceled the Olympics and probably the last time college sports were also canceled when I came across a fun little table on Wikipedia. Yeah, it is Wikipedia, but that's okay. The table listed which sport had earned the most NCAA titles for each Big Ten school, including Maryland and Rutgers. It was interesting because some of the school's iconic sports, like wrestling at Iowa or women's lacrosse at Northwestern, were pretty apparent, while others, like Penn State's winningest program, which we'll get to in a little bit, were downright shocking. It's important to note that this list does not include some sports which have been truly outstanding for Ohio State, like synchronized swimming. We'll kick things off with the obvious. Iowa's winningest program has won more titles than any of the other winningest Big Ten programs. Yes, wrestling has brought 23 titles to Iowa City. The leader of that effort was Dan Gable, who we've talked about several times on the show before. Gable was the engineer of 16 of those titles in just over two decades. Unfortunately, not to be a downer once again, the Hawkeyes were poised to enter this year's NCAA championships as the top squad in the country, looking for their first team title since 2010. That was when Penn State, led by Olympian Kale Sanderson, rattled off eight national titles in nine years. Oh, and by the way, that one year that the Nittany Lions did not win was in 2015, which was the year of Ohio State's first wrestling title in program history. Which brings us to Penn State. You'd think that Penn State would hang its hat on women's volleyball, or as we just discussed, wrestling. In reality, though, the program is incredibly successful, though that success has been pretty recent. The Nittany Lions won their first women's volleyball title in 1999 and accrued six more from 2007 to 2014. No, instead, Penn State rests its laurels on fencing. Yep, fencing. The Nittany Lions have won 13 co-ed team titles and one additional women's title in program history, with their most recent championship coming in 2014. In case you're wondering, Ohio State has won three titles since 2004 with three runner-up finishes over the same stretch. I mentioned women's lacrosse, which is once again my favorite sport to play. Perhaps it's the curse of knowledge, but everyone who plays lacrosse knows Northwestern is tops in the conference, or at least owned that reputation until Maryland joined in 2014. Yes, the Wildcats have seven national titles to their name. Interestingly, though, those titles came in quick succession, with Northwestern winning the NCAAs seven out of eight years from 2005 to 2012. The Cats were runners-up in 2010 to none other than the new Big Ten foe, Maryland. Now, the Terps have doubled up on the Cats' record with their whopping 14 national titles, which included seven straight from 1995 to 2001. Maryland has also appeared in eight of the last 10 national title games, winning five more championships, including the most recent in 2019 along the way. Before we move on, let's get a couple of the depressing points out of the way. Rutgers has won a single fencing title back in 1949, and Purdue has one title each in men's and women's golf and women's basketball. 
We're now halfway through the conference, so here's where it heats up. If you had to guess what school holds the most swimming titles, you would probably venture a guess at a coastal program. However, given that we're chatting about it here, you're likely assuming that it's a Big Ten school. Both assumptions happen to be wrong, though, as the University of Texas holds the most men's swimming titles on record with 14. However, two Big Ten schools are hot on the heels of the Longhorns, though you probably won't like the order of them. That's because Michigan has 12 official championships and claims seven additional unofficial titles from pre team championship days. The painful part is that Ohio State is just behind Michigan with 11 titles. In fact, from 1937 to 1959, titles and runner-up finishes were split between Ohio State, Michigan, and Yale, with Iowa making it into the mix once in 1949. The Wolverines' most recent championship came in 2013, but the Buckeyes have to look further back to their glory days, 1962 in fact, for theirs. So this episode is actually way more depressing than I meant it to be, so my bad, everyone. Here's an interesting one, though. I feel like I've always thought of Wisconsin as being a really talented school athletically, but when I tried to pick out the sport in my mind, I came up sort of empty. Maybe ice hockey, but Minnesota's got that on lockdown. And then I remembered that Wisconsin seems to be the perennial second-place contender in everything, at least in men's basketball and football, which is really what we all anchor on anyway. So it should have made sense Wisconsin's winningest program in terms of overall national titles is boxing, which has eight national championships to its name. If you're wondering why you've never heard of NCAA boxing, it's because it folded in 1960. Michigan State is in a similar boat to Wisconsin. Men's cross country is the pride of the Spartans with eight titles, though their last title came all the way back in 1959. Moving on to hockey, Minnesota's winningest sport happens to be women's ice hockey, which has six national titles in program history. If that number seems low, it's because NCAA women's ice hockey was only officially sanctioned in 2001. Unfortunately, it's also the last women's sport that we'll mention today. And if you're counting, Minnesota is one of just three Big Ten programs whose women's programs hold the top spot. Overall, that can be partially attributed to the fact Title IX was enacted in 1972, and the fact is that men had the opportunity to compete at a much greater scale for a much longer time than women did. Michigan men's hockey, for example, has nine titles to its name, with NCAA men's ice hockey first making an appearance in 1948. The fact Minnesota has won almost a third of all of the NCAA women's ice hockey championships ever played speaks volumes to the success of its program, even if sheer numbers do not. All right, we have to move on. Next up are a pair of men's gymnastics powers, including Illinois, which has 10 titles, and Nebraska, which has 8. The Illini's most recent title came in 2012, while the Huskers earned theirs back in 1994. Coincidentally, Penn State has 12 men's gymnastics titles to its name. The Buckeyes also happen to have three. Last but not least, the Indiana Hoosiers are anchored by their men's soccer team, which has eight national titles to its name, their most recent championship coming in 2012. The reason you should care about Indiana soccer is because Ohio State's head coach, Brian Mazinoff, was a two-time Big Ten player of the year with the Hoosiers, and while he was an assistant in Bloomington, helped lead the Hoosiers to two college cups. All right, that's the best of the Big Ten, and that's what we've got for you on today's edition of Outside the Show. Again, I'm Meredith Hine, and you can follow me on Twitter at Meredith Hine and the site at LandGrant33. We'll see you next week, and as always, go Bucks.